Hi, I'm here with Jenny today, another one of the wonderful authors in We Are All Made of Love that's releasing February 2nd, 2022. It's a vulnerable and heartfelt collection that'll help restore your faith in humanity and remind you of the true reason that we're all here, transcending all odds through love, connected as one with each other and made of love. I'm just going to read you Jenny's bio for a minute from the book. Jenny, also known as Jenny Q., is a creative soul who was first published in 2017 as a contributor to the book Empowered Hearts, followed by Sweet Treat in 2019. Jenny has done many creative things, including hosting a video series with her puppet, Willie Wiz, performing, the Guelph, performing with the Guelph Guild of Storytellers, organizing an art fundraiser, and selling various forms of her artwork, such as prints, decorative tiles, note cards, and original paintings. Jenny Q is driven by four core beliefs, happiness, humor, respect, and inclusion. She has a passion and purpose to teach and create happiness in all she does. Jenny's artwork is throughout the book, and you can contact her for any commissions or reprints of the pieces. She has four pieces in the book. She has The Four Smiles, Wibble the Pretty Gold Daisy, Patience, D&J Universe, as well as many different art, beautiful art pieces all throughout the book. So we're happy to have you here, Jenny. Thank you so much for joining us. It is so much fun and exciting to be here. I'm this whole project thing. So glad you invited me. <laughs> it is, it is turned out to be such a special project. I'm, I'm so excited for it. And, you know, there's, there's so many powerful pieces, including yours, and you have such a unique way of writing. And because you're part of the Storytellers Guild as well, like your, that comes out in your storytelling and it adds it adds a fun, whimsical way throughout the book while hitting some really important topics. And I, I really love the way that you are able to balance that. So I'm grateful that we were able to include your pieces in the book. Thank you. Well, thank you. Did you, <laughs> did you want to tell us a little bit more about Patience and how you came about writing it and why you wanted to include it in the book? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I love to write. It's one of my favorite things in the whole world. <laughs> and um Actually, my experience with you through Empowered Hearts, you taught me about writing prompts. And so I was, I like, I like uh, flash fiction, so that's shorter pieces. And so I just reached out to a group and I said, hey, someone give me a prompt and I want to write a story. And so my friend sent me the prompt of patience. And I'm like, oh, that's an interesting one. And so um, when I created it, I had sort of an idea in my head. And my idea was to sort of uh, tease the reader um, and sort of try their patience and see if they'd actually last till the end <laughs> to find out what the story is. Um, so it's basically one character is asking a question of another character throughout the whole book, but you get to join them um, through their sort of day to day. And it's, it's wonderful. Um, partly inspired. Um, a lot of what I write is often sort of partly biographical so it's from life experience and then the other part is sort of my creative license so that I can make it accessible and open and inclusive to anyone so you you have a very a very cool way of doing that as well and like this this piece gives so many surprising little visual tidbits to like the sizzling in the pan and like you know it, it gives these descriptions that really makes you feel like you're there with like mm -hmm. throughout the story with them and the that tension that you build helps to be like 
I gotta keep reading. I gotta keep reading. Right? I don't have patience with the story. Like, let me keep reading. Right. And yeah, so it's, yeah. it's very neat how you did that. And so yeah, you also, yeah, I would yeah. say it's also probably the most poetic piece of all of them. Like I, I used a little bit of poetry device through it as well. That's so. true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Well, now you also have one, a very fun piece, but very important as well. It's called the four smiles. Did you want to tell us a little bit more about that one? Uh, absolutely. So um, when the pandemic hit, um, so I had a little time. Like, so when I wrote my book, Sweet Treat, it came out 2019. And when the pandemic hit, it was March 2020. So I was trying to get out in the schools and I was trying to do all sorts of stuff to be guest author and do workshops and, and do all that kind of fun stuff. Um, but schools got shut down. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, what am I going to do? So I ended up creating a 16 week um, Facebook live sort of show thing that I did for 16 weeks. And so I, um, I did little things like I did, I do stuff on poetry. I do mythology. I would do this, I do that. And I created this thing called picture this. And so what it was is people would send me in a photo and I'd be like, don't tell me anything. You can tell me the names of the people in the photo, but don't tell me anything. And then I would write a, a fictional story based on the photo. And so that's where Four Smiles came from. My friend has two grandchildren. So it's her two grandchildren inspired. So again, inspired by real life, real biographical kind of things. And, uh, and then I don't even know how it happens. I just sit and I went for a walk and uh, Layla, who's the little girl, honestly, she just kind of started nattering in my ear and she's like, we got to make some smiles. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, let's make some smiles. So I'm like, why? And it's so funny because if anyone has empowered hearts, the character from Bag of Butterflies is actually the same Gus that's in the story. So if they know I Bag of Butterflies, I was wondering that. I was. Yeah, I, so I had Gus actually thought of Bag of Butterflies is the same guy. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. So that. Yeah. So it was basically. Uh, it was something I created for my 16-week stories and stuff. Original. People. And why? And why had you wanted to put that in the book? I wanted to put it in the book because there is a magic with children. I work with children outside of all of my art stuff. Uh, I don't want to say stuff. I, I, I'm an artist. I, I, I'm a writer. Um, but there is a magic with children. And the, the main characters are children. <laughs> and it's about how they just, I don't want to get too much away, but like basically they see this guy who's unhappy and they find a way to give him some smiles. And that's honestly their solution. They're like, let's make him smile, <laughs> you know? And I have a, another story that I wrote at the same time um where it's about the magic of a child's laughter so it goes together so well, that's it's not in the book but it's a it's a it was the same time that I moved that's cool that's very cool well and it it's it's such a cute story and has such an important message and you know I'm really I'm grateful that that one is in the love beyond sight chapter and the patience is encouraged to love and you also have um Wibble the the pretty gold daisy which is another super cute story but so important and it's also in the love beyond sight did you want to tell us a little bit about that one I absolutely do so um, I'm a support, I'm actually a developmental services worker. That's my part of my bread and butter right now. And I've been doing that for over 12 years. And when, again, the pandemic has inspired, people give the pandemic a bad name, but in the creative world, it has inspired so many different things. So we are a respite house. And so we had to close down because of COVID restrictions and all that, but we still wanted to serve our families. So we were like, what can we do? So two things we did. One was um, we, we resurrected our blog 
so that we could have uh, virtual contact with our families that way. And then the other thing we did, and it's because of who I am, they're like, let's do story time with Jenny. So I would do Zooms like this, and I would read Robert Munch or Dr. Seuss or, you know, whatever other books we'd have or fairy tales or myths or whatever. I'd sit and I'd do half an hour story time. So it was my turn in the blog and I was promoting story time because our attendance had dropped off of it. And so I wrote an original story, a short little story for the blog. And that was my blog post for that for that month. And, <laughs> and I just, it was close to springtime. It was May and I'm like, Again, I just wander with myself and I'm like, what do flowers think? I wonder if they could be friends. And if they were friends, who would they be friends with? And, and again, a little biographical fun stuff like um, the red brick house is the house I grew up in. Like when I was writing it, that's what I was thinking. Um, we had a flower bed. We used to have uh, brown eyed Susans like in our flower bed, right? So like I had the whole visual um, and it's about unspoken love, right? Because anyway, I don't want to give too much away, but it's it's uh, a friendship. Well, that, that's why it's in the Love Beyond Sight chapter too, is because it's it's all about love beyond the traditional like verbal kind of thing. It's it's more yeah. of the feeling, the feeling of love and and connecting with that, right? And so that was it's it's so neat the way that that one plays out and you know it has it has strong well, a lot of your pieces have very strong dialogue back and forth with it and it helps to really pull the people in to to feel like they're there with the characters so yeah. it's it's very nice and your last piece i know is one of the 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 more emotional and tougher ones for you is the D&J universe it's also the most special i think as well i think it's fair um, to say I, that, right <laughs> Definitely the most potent, powerful, healing, beautiful gift. And I will forever, till the end of my days, gush and thank you for this because being part of this book has been allowing me to have closure that I could not have. Um, so DNJ Universe is, uh, it started out as a tribute, but it somehow evolved into something else. I mean, there is a tribute within it to my friend but it evolved into this, our story. Like it evolved into our story and who we were. And it doesn't come out that way, but for me, it almost feels like part of it feels almost like a eulogy, like where I'm saying like, you know, this is something because um, my friend who it's about is a someone who's my best friend and one of my best friends in the whole world. And he died of an overdose. And so he has a very disjointed life and there's a lot of people who don't know each other, but they know him and they love him. And he spread a lot of love and he's incredibly amazing. And one of the things I hope comes through um, is sort of the beautiful part that when people think of people who have challenges with drugs, they have sort of these, this stereotype and, you know, and the fact that he is the one who taught me about unconditional love. Like that, that is the biggest takeaway I hope people take from that. I mean, there's other parts that are really great and wonderful and beautiful. Um, but yeah, and I, mean, I think it's really magical too the way that we had three authors all write about losing an ex-partner to suicide who had mm -hmm. struggles with addiction. I thought that was so powerful and so beautiful the way that you that you three touched on the topic and made it. So it wasn't like none of them are sad pieces. They're they're very 
they're so full of love. They honor the person. And the biggest part is, is all three pieces really honor the author as well. And the author's journey, like you, you speak about your, your healing and, you know, the, the processing that you're doing in, in that piece. And there's so much love both for Dylan, but also yourself. And I, I love how that comes through in, in your piece. And, you know, it, it was this theme throughout the other two pieces as well. And the fact you guys didn't know each other and you all wrote so similar, it just, it touched my heart so much. And, you know, with, with me being 14 years clean and seeing sort of the, the other side of things and, you know, and seeing, seeing that effect that, that whole lifestyle has on people and you know it the one of the the really powerful things that comes through is you know right now right now is a really dark time for people like there's there's a lot of people that are really struggling you know this is going to be releasing in february which is typically one of the hardest months for people and you know being able to to read a piece that says like this this was what I had to go through losing someone to suicide. My hope is that somebody who, who is wanting to give up will be able to see sort of the big picture of things and be like, oh, you know, if, if I go through with this, this is the effect I'm going to have on people that I love. And, you know, the three of you deal with that, like with such, such a deep, important topic with so much gentleness and grace and I'm really grateful for how you wrote this piece and like also for how you've shared with me about your journey you know and and about how special Dylan is to you and you know how he is still with you and you are able to connect with him and that that's so beautiful it's such a beautiful journey and I'm grateful that you were able to put it into words and be able to submit this piece and so how do you feel being able to to do that how do you feel being able to have that in the book and have like a permanent record of like tribute uh, for him? <laughs> honestly i i say it right in the piece this is a gift i mean I, I say it right in the piece this is a gift a gift of closure because um he lived in the states and i live in canada and sort of part of the devastating history of it is he developed covid got covid and he isolated and got better and then you went back to work and then you overdosed like two weeks later. <laughs> so, I mean, it, and it, like, I, again, I don't want to, you know, um, but I have my own personal journey where I'm going through a recovery program, not for addiction. I'm realizing I have trauma that I need to heal from that I didn't even realize I had. So it was like, I was helping him through and by his side while he was going through rehab multiple times and he was doing really well. He had a girlfriend you know, everything was great. And then I sort of hit my bump and I'm like, okay, well, he's going to be here for me. And then when I started my journey, I'm like, okay, well, I'll leave it for now. I'll talk to him after Christmas. And then well, in December is when he passed. Right. So it was, it's been a tough, tough year. And this, honestly, it, um, I do hope if anyone has anything similar or they can identify with it, I hope that they get the idea that of what I'm trying to share that, you know, love, you need to know what love looks like. You need to know what your parameters of love are. You need to know, because there's different kinds of love and there's different levels of love. 
And um, I mean, I have my definite views on what unconditional love is versus conditional love now. Um, and I couldn't have gotten there without Dylan. There, there's, there's just no way. <laughs> and he, you know, he was the one who always, like he would sit on the phone with me for hours while I was painting or creating. And he'd be like, let me see, let me see what you're doing. And we would like go for walks and we like, yeah, it, it's, it's just um, um, quite amazing actually. And uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> well, you, you also have um, one of your positivity posters in that piece. Yeah. And I know you have offered that as a launch day bonus. So when people purchase the book on launch day on February 2nd, then they're going to get the digital download package, including these beautiful positivity posters from Jenny. And, yeah. you know, there's information there too, about if you'd like her to make you a personalized one. And, you know, it's, it's such a generous offer that you know like jenny's including these i think there's three of them right there's three that you sent yeah and they're they're so beautiful and i'm excited to be able to include them in the package because the the package that's coming together is so special and so amazing and it's going to be lovely for anybody who does support us on launch day just as our token of gratitude because we're just really grateful that you know this book is going to be getting out into the world and we're excited to be able to share it with everybody well, um i know everyone. we love everyone <laughs> <laughs> we are all made of love <laughs> and i know you have some incredible art throughout the book that you had shared for me to be able to place where i where i thought it would best fit and you know these these pieces in my in my experience they evoke such powerful emotions. And it's interesting because I'm not, I'm not typically one for abstract art, but I absolutely adore what Jenny creates. And, you know, she shows me some of her other commission pieces and everything, and they're so beautiful. And like, it just, there's so much feeling that comes up from these pieces, because I know that Jenny puts that into the pieces as well as she's creating it. Like she's, part of herself is in them as well. And you can really, you can really feel that connection in there. And did you want to tell us a little bit more about how you, how you create, what medium you Absolutely. use and why you Absolutely. do it? <laughs> Absolutely. Of course. So originally I, I worked with acrylic um, and I have another uh, fellow who um, he's been working, he's been trying very hard to find me a, a place to showcase, but COVID uh, in Montreal. And so I've been doing things and he's like, it needs to be brighter, it needs to be bigger. So I was exploring different mediums and I came across something called alcohol ink. And alcohol ink is very, very potent. It's, it's very dense, very rich. And it's very different than like traditional painting. Like I use airbrushes, I use uh, different blades. I use, um, I use blenders, which is like a, liquid right like we'll put the blenders on or I'll put um alcohol on because it's alcohol based so it'll it'll spread so it's like it's intuitive it's intuitive art but I mean I know what certain things do so I can be like I kind of want that over there and I kind of want that over there but I mean when I create it I don't know what's going to come out of it but every time I'm done I'll rotate it and I'll be like that's it that's the story I see what's there and I always see a person I always see a person or a face in it. And um, I always listen to music. So some of the pieces are very, um, 
three of the pieces are, are fully Dylan driven. Um, there's actually another piece that goes with the story of DJ Universe called DJ Universe, which is what I created at 2.30 in the morning, the day I found out he died. So um, it was one of my earliest ink pieces. And um, that's the one that's in the book? It's in the book. It's with the story DJ Universe. Oh, we cut out for a minute there. We cut out for a minute there. Is that the one oh. that's in the book? Yeah, so it was, it's halfway through the story, right? So you have the positivity poster at the end. It's the, the one that's halfway through. Um, so, the, but three other of the pieces are Dylan inspired as well in this book. And then um, all the rest, like the reason I, I chose the ones I did is they're very powerfully colorful. And a lot of them um, are about, right. like I have one called Rising Up. So to me, I see sort of like a spirit rising. Uh, another one's called the other side. So for me, and actually I didn't realize it till I researched it because uh, I wanted to have the information for you. I created that one on my birthday. And that's one of the Dylan inspired ones. I'm like, coincidence? I don't know. <laughs> kind of spooky. Um, but then there's just fun ones that are just beautiful. Uh, and it's just, I think it was just the music I was listening to, um, daydreaming. Uh, daydreaming and blessings from above. Um, and sometimes what I'll do is I'll just ask people, like, give me three colors and I'll create something. And so uh, Blue Siren was that. So uh, someone said they wanted blue and red and gold. And so I said, okay. And then that's what you got. <laughs> um, so it's very intuitive. It's a very intuitive process. Well, and I I love the way that they they all sort of like came together with things and they they add quite a bit to the emotions throughout the book as well and mm -hmm. I'm really grateful that you had decided to include those and it's it was it was lovely to be able to experience some more of your art and you know to be able to to play around with that and everything um I know that um you've been doing some art shows and you've been having some fun with that and did you want to tell um tell people a little bit more about what you do and with your creative side with your Jenny Q and the different things you're involved with with that Oh, it's been, it's honestly been so much fun. Um, I'm not sort of actively doing it now, but I was a facilitator with an agency uh, doing virtual stuff with my puppet. So that was, that was a lot of fun. Uh, but currently I am a vendor at a local market where I live. So I do that um, every other Saturday right now. Uh, so that's where I sell a lot of my stuff. I've done a lot of commission work. I had someone actually commission three paintings and uh, I was able fortunately to go and deliver them. So that was a lot of fun. Um, what else have I done? I've done a lot of tile work uh, and it's so great because the more I do the shows uh, or vending, the more people are like, can you do that for me? But can you do it in that color? I'm like, yeah, I can do something like that. You know, <laughs> So that's been fun. And um, Fingers crossed we're on the edge of it. I probably, hopefully, as long as things go well with COVID, I will be in February teaching an art class, an art workshop. Amazing, amazing. amazing. Yeah. That will be so exciting. And oh yeah, the new book. February's yeah. gonna be an exciting time for you. <laughs> and then there's this new book I'm in. It's called uh, Made of Love. Have you heard of it? Yeah. <laughs> 
we are so excited for for that as well and you know at the time of this recording we just had the cover reveal to the authors and we're going to be sharing that in a few days with the world so at the time that this is that this interview is showed it's going to be out in the world but right now we're we're all sort of like sitting on the edge of our seat and it's like exciting because we we have this secret <laughs> and i don't know i don't know about you jenny but once I saw the cover and like I did the mock-ups and whatever, I'm like, oh, the book feels real now. <laughs> it, it, it always does. And I, I like the one that um, I love the diplomacy of how you did it and you let us all sort of contribute our opinion and, and put our two cents in. And I love the one that ended up sort of rising to the top. They were all beautiful and all brilliant. Um, and, and I think the right one definitely got selected. Absolutely. But it's interesting because yet again, like this happened with Choices for Change as well. It wasn't my top pick, but mm -hmm. the, I gave the authors 10 choices. And, you know, I obviously the choices that I gave you guys, I was on board with all of them. Um, yes. But the one that was my top pick actually didn't get any votes, which I found really funny. Oh, no. And the, the one that we chose actually had everybody choose it as one of their three choices. So oh, wow. that, that feels like it's a very group choice. So I, yeah. and that's, that's what I love about this book and the energy that we are putting in and sharing with it is we hope that you receive it with that love as well. And, and there's so much healing in the book and we hope that you can connect to that for yourselves as well. And, Absolutely. you know, again, it's Jenny, did you want to share your website that people can find you at? Sure, always. <laughs> um, yes, my website, it's really easy actually. It's triple W, Jenny Q, because I'm Jenny Q. So Jenny with a Y, Q, Kaspira, my last name, uh, K U S P I R A. Uh, I'm sure it'll pop up somewhere. <laughs> You'll be able to it's on it. the corner <laughs> of the Zoom too. <laughs> okay, .com. Um, and then because I do so many, I have so many creative venues. On my site, it actually, you can actually pick whether you want to explore me as an author, as an artist, as a storyteller, you can sort of plop on each, each one. Um, if you go into my art stuff, I have galleries. I have galleries of my positivity posters of people who have ordered them and little like sort of like, hey, this was great. I really like this, whatever um, I have. And then there's the art gallery that has all of the stuff that I've been selling at my different venues. Um, you can always uh, explore my Instagram, which I'm sure will pop up somewhere. My Instagram's uh, probably the most current for my stuff, like if you're curious what I'm doing. Um, and you can always email me, always. I love email, I love mail. I love snail mail, but I don't get that anymore. But I do, <laughs> I do love mail, well, I love mail. And it, it will be like, well, except your home address, <laughs> will yes. be in the description below the videos and the recordings as well um, for people to have easy access to contact you if they wanna pre-order a book or if they want to connect with you more because mm -hmm. they they feel your beautiful light and want to, to connect more. Um, yeah. And did you have a key takeaway or a message that you want people to really connect with about about you and your work, anything like that? I do. I've been thinking about this because you let me know. <laughs> so I've been thinking on it. And I actually have, um, I guess, sort of like a tagline now that I like to use with anything I do. It also evolved, but it was when I was doing stories and stuff because I kept thinking about the kids and I kept thinking about how the world was getting really sort of like, stay away, 
and you know and I'm like that's not in my in my head I'm like that's not what I want to teach children I don't want to teach children to isolate and be like distant I want them to be safe so I started signing off every episode and by saying to the kids because like in my head I'm talking to kids so I would basically say there's three things all of us can do it doesn't cost money and it will make the world amazing and if we all do it it's going to be fantastic and so it was always share your smile and I'd have my puppet right so I'd be like share your smile <laughs> you know uh share your love and then I would sometimes explain like love can be anything from holding a door open to saying I love you to giving hugs like whatever is safe in your bubble and however you do it but you can show love from a distance right you can do it through art, you can do it through stories, you can do it all sorts of ways, just like this whole book is a, a, a motion of love. And then the last one is share your laughter. So my key takeaway and my tagline, and it, you'll know it's a true Jenny Q thing if it says somewhere, you know, share your smile, share your love, share your laughter. And that's, and that's a message to everyone because even when we have to wear the masks, even when we have to be six feet apart, you know, if you're 10 feet apart and you pull your mask and you're like, you know, it's going to make someone's day. <laughs> it just is. And, you know, um, with stories and stuff, the stuff was Willie and he would tell dad jokes. That was his thing. So I would bring the stories and he would bring the stuff. So it would be like riddles, but it would be based on the theme. So we would, uh, um, like we were doing one about royals, kings and queens and stuff. We were talking about Canada Day and whatever. And like, it was like, why did King Arthur go to the dentist? to get his crowns filled, you know, like, like stuff like that, right? So um, always the message of, and that's inclusion too, right? It, it's, um, I think laughter and humor are very important. I think all of those things are important, so. Well, and it's beautiful, everything that you share. And thank you so much for spending this time and being here with us. And again, it's, we are all made of love. Stories to Inspire Your Faith in Humanity, releasing February 2nd, 2022. Thank you for being here, Jenny. Thank you.